Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Glad to see ya. Or, I guess, what? <laughs> <laughs> nice for you all to be here us again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Uh, nice to see ya. Glad that you guys could join us. I am Hayden Brinkley, your co-host. And I'm Zach Bristol. And this is... Episode Ed. something. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say Endless Opinions. <laughs> I am <laughs> really opinions. off the ball today right now. Episode something. Uh, uh, yeah, 30-something. That's all we're going to go with. Late 30s. Yes. Uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at BrinkleyHaydenZero. You can find me at ZBristolZ. And don't forget to follow our Twitter at OpinionsEndless for more updates in the future. All right, so today, you know what's crazy? I thought about this on the way home. You know how crazy it is how much we overthink? Like, the second you hear someone say, hey, I have a question for you, or hey, can we talk about something? Your your mind just goes haywired. So you're probably just sitting at home relaxing, or you're probably just working at a decent pace, whatever you do, or maybe you're just doing nothing at work. When you read a text or you hear someone say that to you on the phone, your heart rate spikes like crazy. So I, I want to start off with this. First off, if you're the person that says, hey, I have a question, immediately follow <laughs> up with it, please. Don't be the person that waits for the person to respond because sometimes, you know, at least with me, I'm at work. My girlfriend does this a lot. And if you're listening, yeah, I am sorry. I'm going to call you out on it because you do it a lot. It's, hey, I have a question. Now, eight times out of ten, it's really nothing bad. It's like, hey, can we go get can we go get dinner tonight? Bro, I'm like, really? I'm going to cut you off before you even get go, to even Go, go. This has got to be a girl thing because my girlfriend does the same fucking thing. I think I think <laughs> that they like it. I think they like that game of got to keep got to keep your man on your toes all the time, on his toes, you know? Don't want him to get too comfortable. So they constantly just throw these little minor like uh, like I need to t- I need to tell you something. What? And then it's something so dumb. I need to tell you something like, oh, I need to, like, it's something like, <laughs> or what, just however they say it. And then it's like, spit it out. Fucking, I'm waiting. And then they're like, uh, I would always get my nails done earlier. <laughs> I saw this guy and he, and he had a fucking booger on his face. It's like, shut, what? Like, wow. Oh my thanks God. for the, in- yeah. thanks for giving me a heart attack. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Learn how to start your goddamn sentence. <laughs> now, this isn't the main focal point for the conversation today. However, I have to address this because this seems to happen quite often. And obviously, from what you just told me, it seems like it's more of a girl thing. Now, I could be totally wrong. Maybe guys do that. But at least from me, I do not do that at all. Like, I'll never start anything with, hey, I have a question or hey, I have some bad news. You can't keep someone waiting for 30 minutes with, hey, I have bad news. That's what? also, yeah, that's also a, a big thing is like. That's a big no-no. If you're about to tell me something and you're texting me, don't don't say like, guess what? Or we need to talk or something. And then, and then I text you like a minute later or even the same minute. And then you make me wait 10 minutes. Like for the, I'm, for the reply. Like, yeah, because I know you're checking your phone every like two seconds. Put it all in one message. Yeah. Like okay, I'll call. Yeah, I've already called her out on this before. But, like <laughs> something this is kind of different, but like I don't know. Girls are so weird, man. Probably not girls. It's just certain people, certain types of people, I guess. I don't know. 
but like she'll do something like text me i'm leaving my house or something no, I mean, and then i'll be like okay where are you going or something and then i don't get a fucking text until she's there or something like that not as it's not like it used to be this used to be an issue yeah but how hard is it to say hey i'm leaving my house heading here be there and about whatever like, like you, put you all the information fit that. right there just so there's yeah. no so i don't even have to ask you anything just hey go in here be there at this time gonna be there for this long like it shouldn't be that hard to put that all in one sentence but it's leaving and then like where are you going sarah's how long where does sarah live who's sarah uh, how long are you gonna be at sarah's what are y'all gonna do like come on just fucking give me something or call me like but yeah there's vague text messages it's really crazy how two words or a small phrase can just out of nowhere catch you so off guard and just immediately make your you know your heart start racing mm-hmm. you're just like oh well, you're just, you get that little sunken feeling in your stomach and you're like oh god what is this about to be like i guess it's probably i'd have to say probably like some form of ptsd for people who have like and on our scenario, we're both, you know, kind of talking about our girlfriends. So it's probably PTSD from us feeling that uh, that feeling of like being broken up with or mm-hmm. uh, or being dropped if you're talking to someone or whatever. Like that feeling of like, oh, it's thing can be going so good. And then someone's mood changes one day. And next thing you know, they decide to break up with you. And it can just you can be like, what? We ate dinner last night. And. And then we, you know, like we, you were acting fine towards like, what's the fucking problem? And now it's just all of a sudden someone, you know, opens their mouth and says, uh, we need to talk. And then it turns out to not be good. <laughs> and then now from now on, whenever you're in a relationship and someone says something that could lead to that, it just automatically, that's the first place your mind goes. It's like, oh God, it's like a defense mechanism. Got to be prepared. Yeah. So, you know, obviously when you talk about the whole PTSD in that essence, it's more so in the past, whenever you have gotten broken up with or you have gotten dropped, usually when you hear the phrase, hey, can I talk to you? Hey, I have a question. Something to that degree, you kind of put in your head, okay, well, I already know where this is going, but well, I mean, I, I guess I have to hear this out. Because you start to come up with these different scenarios in your head. Oh, I'm getting dropped. Oh, she's going to break up with me. She found out some weird thing about me and, you know, now she's done with me. So, What has she got to find out about you, Hayden? Shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. She found out about the, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, wrong podcast. <laughs> but the, the whole point of at least that first part was to uh, at least address what's going on about the overthinking part. So now is the meat and potatoes of the podcast. So it, in situations like that, I know it's not like that every time, but to the point where ever you start to overthink, how can you combat that? I mean, is there some sort of technique, some sort of thing that you can do to slow your mind down to like, okay, listen, yeah, maybe I heard some bad news or maybe I'm overthinking about something that shouldn't even be a thought. How do you combat something like that? So, at least in, in your point of view. Yeah, so it's it's hard to, it's very broad, the type of scenarios that this could lead. It could be, you know, we're talking about more like a relationship type thing, mm-hmm. or maybe it's something about your job, yeah. or uh, it, it really anything. It yeah. be, anything can trigger, you know, someone's anxiety. 
I think I would say uh, I would tag on to that real quick. Uh, another one would be something like going to the doctors and you start to hear you know, you get test results for yeah. whatever it is. If it's uh, you're trying to find out if maybe you have cancer, if you don't, if you if there's something wrong with you, if if maybe this small lump is a tumor, like you don't know, and you start to overthink like crazy. Yeah. I mean, the I guess the the lame answer is suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. You're dating a girl and you love her, or you're dating a guy and you love him, and they just that person decides that they don't want to be with you anymore. Or you go to the doctor and you find out that you know you might have cancer, or uh, you get called into the office at your job and you're like, oh shit, what did I do? Did they did they you know see me on camera doing something I shouldn't have been doing? Am I going to get fired? Like what what's happened? Like suck it up because at the end of the day, you have two options. You could either accept the scenario or run away from it. So, I mean, and what what are you really going to do? You know, if your girlfriend says something and it's like, oh, God, this could lead to her saying she doesn't want to be with me anymore. What, how can you even run away from that? What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, can we talk? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that every time your girlfriend, hey, babe, we, we need to talk. Well, I can't talk. Right <laughs> Love you. Good night. Just run away. <laughs> Just run away from um, it. Zach, to the, to the front office. No. <laughs> I'll catch you next shift. <laughs> But oh, shit. at the end of the day, I mean, really, the only thing you can you can do is suck it up and understand that whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and you got to deal with it. But I mean, there's all sorts of methods that can help you from letting your anxiety overwhelm you. One of the biggest things for me is just knowing that it's there, acknowledging that you have it. Yeah, it makes it so much easier because you, you can just you know it's there. You're like, okay, this is the anxiety, and at least you know, and you're not just like, why do I feel like this? So, but yeah. I certainly think it's subjective to whatever scenario it is, and I am pretty sure you can vouch for that as well. If you're if you're in a relationship and someone says, "Hey, can we talk?" For me, I know this is probably not the healthiest way to look at it, but for me, it helped me out. But I always look at the worst, so I'm like, "Okay, so what's going on?" Uh, if they say, "Hey, can I talk?" I'm gonna expect a breakup now. It may hurt for a little bit, but you know what? If that's the worst thing that's going to happen, hey, I'm okay. I'm healthy. I'm alive. You know, uh, I don't really have any bigger concerns than getting broken up with at the moment. Now, I know it's, like I said, subjective to whatever the scenario is. So if it's you went to go get tested for some sort of tumor, some sort of cancer, now that is a little bit more difficult to deal with. You can't just say, oh, it's a worst case scenario because... I mean, let's face it, worst case scenario is getting cancer and no one really wants to do that. You know, that, that is the worst possible thing that I could think of that could happen to someone. So, you know, it. I think there are different ways pe- for people to deal with overthinking like that. I mean, it's, it, but it is who we are. It's what makes us alive. If we never had that fear of overthinking, I don't necessarily know how well we'd react to even just to something like danger. So if I'm in a car and I'm driving down the road and someone slams on the brakes, I don't have time to think. I have to immediately swerve. Otherwise, what's going to happen? I'm going to end up in the back of that person's trunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting it in the simplest terms like that because that is what's going to happen. If I overthink... You're going to become groceries. <laughs> <laughs> but when did I order a pie? <laughs> Uh, Babe, when you said you were getting Mexican tonight, I didn't think that's right. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to go there. <laughs> Yo. 
Yes, that's exactly where uh, I was going to go, but I didn't want to say it. Um, I am Hispanic, so I, I do allow Zach to make that joke. Is half a taco, half a quesadilla. <laughs> I'm a Taco Bell. Texas. Half a hamburger, half a quesadilla. <laughs> so, anyways, back back to what you were saying. Um, You don't have time to overthink. It's one of those things where you just have to react to right away. So when it comes to a situation like going to the doctors and getting some test results for something serious, I think something that could be extremely beneficial for someone who overthinks a lot is just planning it out. So if you write down something on a whiteboard, if you have enough time, obviously, to, you know, to actually go through this process and if it's something that it's two weeks away till you find out something okay well here's my plan of action if option a happens or option b if that happens you know i'm good so option a is uh if i test positive then i go to the doctor i try to get this taken care of immediately sooner the better option b if i test negative i have nothing to worry about so that way it calms your mind a little bit. Now, obviously, I'm not an expert at this. I couldn't tell you the correct answer. However, I think something to this degree would definitely be able to help you out and not worry as much. So and I think ultimately having some people who can support you and having some support behind you carries it a long way. So basically, a couple other things that like really help me in those scenarios or to even help me prevent the scenario so say for instance uh back to the the relationship thing if you're aware of your anxiety and that or, or that if you listen to this and you think oh yeah you know that happens to me too i uh when you know well, i'm in a relationship and when i hear things like you know guess what or we need to talk it's like oh that really bothers me communicate is like number one get out in the open let the people around you know what triggers your anxiety hey babe or hey 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 man if you're talking to a friend like whatever like hey when when you do this it makes me feel this way so whenever a situation like this arises could you maybe try and you know handle it like this or instead of like this or could you maybe uh you know instead of saying say we need to talk or if we do really need to talk about something serious but it's not like we're gonna break up or something like that maybe be like hey i've been wanting to talk about and say it all in one sentence. Say it all in one go. Don't say, hey, we need to talk. Don't let me, about what? Because at this point, I'm already freaking out. Yep. So just, hey, we need to talk about, you know, this and this and this. But don't worry, everything's fine. Or, hey, don't worry, everything's fine, but we need to da 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 whatever. Yeah. There's so many better ways to go about that. I mean, you're going to forget. There's going to be instances where people still say things and it makes you freak out. But... It, as long as you're communicating with whoever it is, then, you know, hopefully they'll do their best to help you out. And also, if the bad thing in the scenario, you know, like you were saying, you got option A, which is like, uh, this is the worst case scenario, and option B, which is, you know, oh, if it's, you know, maybe everything is fine. You know, I wasn't even was over, overthinking for no reason. Mm -hmm. If it is option A and it's the worst thing, you do have cancer. You do get left by your significant other. You do lose your job. Then... Honestly, I mean, back to like what I was saying earlier, first off, suck it up and deal with it. And it, it sucks, but deal with it. Sorry. But also think about it. And it's, it's kind of a lame cliche thing to think about, but think about the, uh, the small, like, like the bright side. Think about, you know, okay, I loved my girlfriend. She was the best. She left me. This sucks, but you're single now. You're single now. You can go party. You can go party. You can hang out with your friends that your girlfriend didn't like. 
You can you can go do all the stuff that you couldn't do before. Also, something I've mentioned on a previous episode or maybe a couple previous episodes about gratitude and just being grateful for what you already have. That's one thing when when I when I'm going through something tough and I'm like this really really sucks. I go back into my notes and I go to that page. It's titled gratitude and it's just a whole bunch of things that I'm grateful for. And it's like, okay, I lost my girlfriend and I lost my job and I'm broke and damn, that's heavy on someone that all at once. But I've got all my fingers. I speak fluent English. Uh, I I've got a you know a twelve year education. Uh, you know I there, <laughs> there's it's lame as fuck. But I go through this list and I don't have like ten dumb things in there like oh I'm grateful for for water that shoots dope like it's <laughs> it's a bunch of random shit but it's a big list at this point I've had it for a long time and it's just you don't really understand how how much you're grateful for and how, you know yeah. what kind of situation you're in as opposed to someone else so i don't know that's just something that kind of no, helps I, me get I, through <clears throat> shitty situations but at the end of the day suck it up nothing you can do i mean it's hard to dispute that um i i mean i think it's vitally important to understand not everything will always go your way however if you can manage to turn in something possibly negative like a breakup i think you can overcome it like uh, let's see i remember when i went through uh at least my breakup you know it, it was very hard don't get me wrong um however uh, i'm slowly starting to realize more and more like if uh, imagine if i never went through that like i wouldn't be necessarily where i am now like in the terms of like my fitness goals, my career goals right now, my financial goals that I have right now. Like it's there's a bunch of stuff that I'm even more understanding about. So like through that breakup, it taught me, you know, several things uh, uh, like I've overcome a, a lot because I definitely did not love the gym uh, as much as I used to. And now it's it's a lifeline of mine. So it, it has to be incorporated into my day at some point. If I don't, I'm at home, I'm doing some sort of workout. I'm running, I'm doing push-ups, whatever it is. So you have to understand that, yes, maybe someone's saying, hey, we need to talk and, and you start to overthink and then boom, you break up. You know, it, it, it is what it is. But you also have to look at the other side to that. You have to turn around and say, you know what, I was overthinking for for a lot, and yes, it, it sucked. It was the worst case scenario, but it could be a lot worse. And at the other end of this, I'm gonna be extremely happy with the end results of whatever it is, whatever you're deciding to do. Maybe, maybe not even end results, but you're happy with what happened. Yeah. At the end of the day, looking back on every tragic event that I've gone through in my life, I mean, I really wouldn't take any of them back. I mean. Obviously, if you're looking back, you're like, oh, yeah, well, of course you don't wish, like, family members die. And, I mean, all that stuff is obviously going to happen regardless of what you want to happen. But going through stuff like that, breakups and, and deaths of close people and just anything very severe and traumatic and crucial turning point in your life. Looking back on all of those moments, they all sucked at the time, but I'm glad I had went through every single one. Because if I hadn't gone through that breakup or I hadn't been put in my place that one time, like maybe I wouldn't know. Yep. Maybe I'd still be ignorant to all that. You know, I, I've been through the shit now and I know that it sucks, but I know I can do it now. And I know, you know, like relationship wise more so what I'm looking for 
in a, in a, in a significant other and going through having all these jobs that I've had, I know what I look for in a job and a workplace. And, you know, if someone, obviously there's going to be other people in my family that pass away. I haven't necessarily gone through something like a, a mother or a father or a brother or sister dying, something, someone super, super close to me. I haven't gone through that yet, but I've gone through some friends and some close relatives passing away and it sucks. But having gone through them, you know, it builds a lot of character. It makes you appreciate things a whole lot more, knowing that at the end of the day, we're all going to die. Yep. I think the more that you overthink on smaller situations and, you know, I would even argue kind of too, like for you to be overthinking about something that's so minor, like maybe a breakup, maybe you might lose your job. Yeah, it's going to suck. But you kind of have to put it in perspective, like, okay, what's on a scale of one to 10, how, how miserable is this? Like, if I get broken up with, yeah, okay, it sucks. I'm single. Now I can go have fun. If I lose my job, you know, the job was really shitty. The people weren't nice to me. So now I'm going to go find a good job with better pay with better people. You have to, and of course, you have to have those overthinking moments where, oh my God, what's going to happen it, for you to realize like, oh, you know, I overthought for nothing. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, everything turned out to be pretty damn good. All like, those crazy situations always turn from this is the worst thing ever to thank God that happened. Yeah. Because like, if I didn't go through that breakup, I wouldn't be who I'm with now. If I didn't lose that job, I wouldn't be at the job I'm at now. It all kind of works out the way it's supposed to in the long run. It's just all about perspective. It's like you and I working at Sky Zone, and you know we really didn't have anywhere else to go after that. So we immediately overthought, you know, whenever someone would pull us into the office, like, oh, fuck, I'm about to get fired. Like, this isn't going to be good. I don't have anywhere else to go. Uh, you know, I'm going to be unemployed. Oh, God, I'm going to be broke without my $9 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Shit pay. Oh, my God. But, you know, and what ultimately happened for the both of us is we moved on to a better job that paid even more. And then after that, we moved on to a full-time gig with pretty good benefits at least for you i would get those but since we're so small of a business you know you kind of can't get that yeah but regardless of the situation you know as for me as an example not you know saying oh look at me i'm doing better but as for me i moved on and i found even a better place to work at like so instead of overthinking just understand that at some point it might turn out to be one of the better situations to really come out and Final thing before we cut the shit off is yeah. another thing that helps is understanding that everybody feels like this. You're not a freak for what? Oh my god, am I am I you know too so controlling that every time or so obsessed and so reliant on my my partner that every time they say something like that I freak out? Like why am I so dependent on them? Why why should I care? Why should I care about this job? Why you know like everybody feels like this. So understanding that and talking to someone who maybe can relate is mm -hmm. going to help you so much. Uh, yeah, I think truly if you talk to your closest friend, you're like, hey, am I overthinking this? You're like, sometimes, yeah, just be honest. Be like, yeah, you are overthinking this. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, several people will tell me a situation. I'm like, yeah, you're overthinking like crazy. Just slow it down. Yeah. Just relax. Everything's going to be fine. So I agree with what you're saying.
I think it's important to have that person to at least talk to whenever you have a situation like this. Like, hey, can I hit you up real quick? Like, I, I want to talk about something. And then you explain what's going on. And be honest with that person. Be like, hey, you're overthinking. Stop being an idiot. Yep. I so, think it is. That's all it is, ladies and gents. And I think that's all the time we got for it. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. So let's go. No more overthinking. No more. Okay. Who can relate? Woo! I can't relate. I don't know how the song goes. <laughs> anyway. You don't know it. Oh, 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 oh. See, when you say that one phrase, it's kind of hard to like, oh, fuck. I don't know. Eminem. Oh, shit. I haven't heard Eminem in forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. Uh, that's going to be the end of the episode. Uh, you guys, once again, know where to find us on Instagram at BrinkleyHiddenZero. And you can find me on Instagram at ZBristolZ. And you can find us on Twitter at Opinions Endless. Guys, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a review, please. That really does help us out. And uh, we will catch you guys next week for episode whatever it is. 40 maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, well. Bye. <laughs>